2: They live in my favorite city, uh, New York City. I love New York City. I was up there last week. So uh, next time I go up there, I got to contact them so we can. uh, I'm sure they got some places where I can go eat because everybody knows I am a king foodie. Okay, He is the first African-American owner of a pro sports team in New York City, New York history, and first African-American owner of a pro football team. He is the CEO, and she serves as chief revenue officer of the New York Streets. Their firm, Legacy Growth Partners, owns the team. LGB is a private investment firm with investments in entertainment, manufacturing, and real estate. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations founder and chairman, COO at the firm, Corey and Tamara Galloway. <laughs> Hello. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I was they would they, they just knew I was gonna mess up your name. They can say you know. <laughs> you know I'm just, but everything good. First of all, right, they tell me it's your birthday. It
1: is my birthday.
2: Okay, all right. Birthday. You're doing my show on the birthday. So, what, what, Corey, what you going to do, brother? Come on now. We're going to make this personal <laughs> on air. What you know,
0: haven't we... I <laughs> done? Oh, oh, you going to do that? Oh, my God. What <laughs> haven't I yeah, that, that, that. <laughs> wait, wait,
2: not done, brother? We, we, celebrating on, oh, we celebrating on your show. That's unique. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. <laughs> that's unique.
3: That's the first one. That's the
2: first one. Well, you used to doing first, my friend. You used to doing first. And. I read your bio on both of you, and it's very, rather unique. And uh, mm-hmm. when I when I start talking about um, uh, trendsetters, groundbreakers, uh, visionaries, I, I'm sure those names uh, did, did, uh, have been used to describe both of you as, as a couple as well as individuals. So, how do you get in the football business?
3: So we um, I started by I used to consult with uh, pro athletes, mainly awesome. NFL, NBA players, for about ten years, and Marcus Colson, who played for the saints, and i uh,
2: i remember mm-hmm.
3: he launched a team in Harrisburg called mm-hmm. the Harrisburg stampede, and I worked with him on that for four years, and that's when I was introduced to the arena sport industry and got to know all the owners and different leagues from a f l to i f l to n a l such a fragmented business, but got to uh meet and understand a lot of the players in the industry. And when I, uh, I'm a native New Yorker, so we end up uh, getting out of that team and markets end up investing in the Philadelphia Soul, which is an arena football team. and got to know the owners there. And as we getting to know the owners there, they said, hey, you know, New York doesn't have a market. have a team, but it has a big market. And that began the journey, and that was three years ago, just to um, find a location so we can actually launch a team. And that was a three-year journey. So how we how I got into the arena space was through my consulting with uh, pro athletes, with Marcus Colson, and working on the uh, Harrisburg Stampede, led us all the way to, I think, mean, seven years later, launching the New York streets.
2: Now, t- explain to my listeners, what exactly is arena football?
3: Yeah, so arena football is uh, played inside – Hence the word arena. It's uh, basically played on the same 50-yard field, similar to a hockey rink. Okay. And basically, it's uh, eight on eight. um, About 10% of arena football players, well, arena football league players, go on to the NFL. So it is a place where um, the NFL pays attention to. If you, for anyone that's really into sports and really into the NFL from a geekish point of view. Mm-hmm. In the collective bargaining agreement with the NFL Players Association and the NFL, arena football is actually spelled out in that collective bargaining agreement because it's such a source of talent for the NFL.
2: Well, one of the, one of the you know, famous alumnus from there is Kurt Warner. Oh, who yes. is now a uh, Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, Kurt Warner. And uh, he came from arena football. And it's all yes, about I've, I'm a fan of arena football. I watch it. High scoring, um, you you as a fan you it's like hockey because you know you can run right up into those pads. <laughs> mm-hmm. And right. so so that's you 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 the mastermind you the founder and the chairman and then got chief revenue. This is all about money now. It's all about money. It's all about exactly. money. And why do the females, the women in our lives, the ladies control the purse strings? That's what they said They say they, they say when it comes to the money, the purse strings is controlled by the ladies. So, Chief Revenue Officer, please come to the front of the room.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: He's pitching this okay. idea to you about uh he's been working on it, professional football player down New Orleans, wide receiver, four years. Why does this seem like a good idea to the chief revenue officer, the New York streets? Well, you
1: know, I gotta tell you, to be honest, I wasn't really sure to begin
2: with. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to do what? Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm. You know, that was my first reaction, but I have to say that I love it. I'm with him all the way. We right, have, yeah. All we do is strategize and figure out what it is that we're going to be able to accomplish together. And, you know, this is my background. Sponsorship has been my life for the last 20 years. So being able to leverage the football market and being involved on this level with my husband has been a dream come true.
2: Now, this is really interesting because when I go through resumes, I try to pull out little bios. I try to pull out little nuggets and, like, one of the, the gems was a mother of four. Being able yeah. to balance being a mother of four, let's talk about that. Because I always tell people uh, publicly on my show that despite all my success, I did not understand how to balance my life. I was just 100%, 100% all in on work. Were you like that, Corey? Or were you able to balance your life?
3: Yeah, I think um, what i been able to do the reason I set out to work on my own is to actually have ultimate balance. So, you know, the thing about an entrepreneur is you can schedule your meetings according to your schedule. And unless it's a revenue meeting, right, which I'll move heaven and earth to take those meetings with all the other meetings work around our kids' schedule. Yeah. yeah. So, our family yeah. definitely
1: yeah. comes. First. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now I'm going to come back to the mother of four. Now, you know, I was talking to her and then I just slid over the core. I think everybody went, when he's talking to Tamara, the mother, <laughs> no, he's talking to Corey. The mother, he's just, he's just a dad. She's <laughs> so talk about that. You know, the, the whole responsibility of being a mom and sometimes that can be guilt when you're, when you're a working mom, when, uh, when it comes to parenting and, and being, being responsible and wanting your child to have all the time and realize that they, that you are there for them. How did, how were you able to balance it being a mother for four? Right.
1: You know, balance is such a hard word. You know, I work really, really hard to make sure that we're balancing. But at the end of the day, I'm, something something's not a hundred percent. You know, I, that we're never really fully a hundred percent satisfied. But but at the end of the day, our values are very much aligned. Corey and I, with you know, God first, family, and just making sure that you know everything else will fall into place once mm-hmm. we have those. Those 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 are our you know our 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 north stars. But at the end of the day, you know, my kids literally right now we're we're trying to get um, our two oldest into college so there's a lot of time that's being spent on you know college applications and everybody being anxious and where are they <laughs> <Yeah>. going <laughs> right. and I am available like so no matter what you know I'm definitely available no matter what we're doing like obviously revenue is definitely our number one priority like just like Corey said so when, mm-hmm. we're, when we have different meetings but we have we're blessed to be able to kind of schedule around it to make sure that there is a balance
2: now one well, have to say when you do doing it, when you're doing a venture like this. Let me just tell a little people about her background. You know, she's a uh, worked for Time Incorporated and uh, was very instrumental in the growth of iconic brands as Real Simple and People. I want to say People Magazine, correct? Yes. Okay, so these aren't like you know these these are brands. As so you walk into a store, you see them on the shelf, recognizable? So. The idea of taking the New York streets and being able to brand it and market it, what is the plan when you have this tremendous background, which also means you probably have tremendous connections and tremendous relationships? How do you, do you go into, you know, you're proclaimed as the chief revenue officer in the bio, but I'm sure you're involved in the marketing and the branding and the publicity of the New York streets, correct?
1: That is correct, yes. I've got my hand in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See, I, I, I just um, can't let them
2: just throw that one title on you. I know you got five, four, five of them over there. Come on, Corey. Come on now, Corey. you got two. Right, you got two in the resume definitely, here. Definitely. Founder yeah. and chairman. She just has one. <laughs> no, you got three. You got founder, chairman, and COO.
3: Oh, that's what uh, she okay. okay. Yeah, you. Got, you, got
2: a, you got a bunch of them going, she just got one title. Chief right. Revenue Officer. Right,
3: right. So I'm
2: right. so going through the bio. I'm just going, okay. But she, right. she she's over here and we not even got the Glad yet. We're gonna go back there right, a minute.
3: Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, we, right, we're about
2: right. to go to her. she really, I don't know why Corey on the on the show. Cause she got everything <laughs> going on. Exactly.
3: This is her birthday. This is her birthday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but let but let's talk about that because you to to do what I'm talking about, and uh I know he's proud of you, because of the fact that you walk in the room and um in an environment of trying to be able to uh be able to let people know that you can do the job. And to be able to market People magazine, real simple, which is like basically a lifestyle magazine for the general market. How do you, correct. How, how do you accomplish these things? What is, what is your point of view?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting because you're right. Like I really, I grew up at Time Inc. and really being exposed to the best of the best in terms of brands mm-hmm. and marketing. So, yeah, I I draw on my experience from Real Simple, from people uh, in Style Magazine, Essence, a lot. And really, you know, the mantra that we have around here is executing with excellence Mm -hmm. and making sure that, you know, around all of the people that we have around the table, definitely come with excellence. And, you know, we draw on that a lot just in terms of I I do have a little bit of a reputation, I should say, when it comes (laughs) to what my expectations are in what we're delivering. (laughs) And I'm and I'm really I'm really impressed that you
2: that you noted that. <laughs> well, I had to because of the fact that uh, um, my whole I'm a, I'm a i am like to believe I'm a brand expert, and I'm really into marketing. And when I when I love to bring power couples on the show because that's a, that's a that's a different combination, you know, because of the fact that you have to be able to work, and then you have to be able to work together, then I would be able to turn it off, be able to say, look, we good, we good. Now we're gonna go home and be with the family. That's an interesting dynamic that a lot of people don't understand. And so, like I so said, when, when I'm going through your resume and looking at what Corey's accomplishing, I'm looking at what you're accomplishing. I'm going, wow! You success has to happen. Now, there's no guarantee, but success has to happen because you, you, both of you have some, a tremendous wealth of, uh, you know, what I always said mentorship. You, you can mentor each
3: other.
1: <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. From your lips to God's ears. It's a very, it's very hard. We're definitely we wake up every single day. You know, mm-hmm. we live, breathe, dream about it. You know, we go go to sleep. I, the other day, I said, you know, maybe we should not talk about work in the bedroom, but that lasted for only a few seconds.
2: Absolutely. Uh, on the phone goes, with me is uh, Tamara and Corey Galloway. Today is her birthday. Happy birthday! If I sing it anymore, that means that they'll charge me. But uh, we're going to talk more about their Legacy Growth Partners as LGP uh, when they come back with. Uh, more money making conversations. It's a great interview. Happy birthday. Okay, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations. I have Corey and Tamara Galloway on the phone. Uh, today is uh, Tamara's birthday. She's a native New Yorker that celebrating success. She has four kids, an amazing husband, who is Corey, by the way. <laughs> and um, I want to apologize to Corey. Because I said that uh, he took all the job titles and wasn't distributing them. Because in this, in the bio it says he's the founder and chairman. Uh-huh. And uh, I misspoke that uh, Tamara's also the COO and chief revenue officer. So the, right. I had to do my research, see, in the right. bio. So it is two for two. But on the side, <laughs> on the side, she does all the marketing and branding because she can't help herself. Right.
3: <laughs> right. right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she can't help herself. Catch your card.
3: <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah.
2: So tell us what what is a what is a private investment firm? What is that?
3: So basically, we're for all intents and purposes, of an angel investment firm. Yes, but sir. What we do is, you know, the way we have pivoted a little bit is now we're actually operating the businesses versus finding the CEO to, you know. Invest with. Mm-hmm. So now we're actually investing and operating at the same time. So basically, a private investment business, uh, company. Currently, we're developers on a real estate transaction with New York City and Goldman Sachs. Uh, we're, we're building first time home ownership um, purchasers uh, for affordable uh, homes uh, within New York City. Um, we're also we're part owners of a facility which Tamara has another title as president of, which is a Pacplex. It's going to be BKLA mm-hmm. That's a seventy-eight thousand square foot sports facility, mm. and Tamara's the president of that. Um, so those investments we're actually operating and investing on, and that's the private investment company.
2: So that's a lot of responsibilities. He threw out another title for. Camera there, she's the president.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. yeah. He he he's, he's he's feeling me now. He got to pass that right, thing time.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Thank now you. now the inaugural season of the New York Streets kicks off April thirteenth. Um Correct. So tell us about that, and tell us the location, and let's let's get, get some hype going here. And I also want some uh, yeah. some social media cards so I can post and promote and put it in my uh, in my yeah. social media uh, my fan club that goes out monthly as well.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, that'd be great. So, yeah, so we kick off on um, April 13th at Jacksonville. um, And, you know, Jacksonville is a long-storied franchise.
2: Yes, Uh, it is. Yeah.
3: uh, Jacksonville Sharks, they've, you know, played in a couple of different arena leagues. um, And they're the ones that spearheaded the National Arena League. So they were one of the former champions of the Arena Football League, and now they're with us at the National Arena League. So, you know, as a startup, new franchise, I'm extremely anxious on how we're going to do on that day. But April 13th is our kickoff. Um, April 20th is our home opener, and that's at Westchester County Center. Uh, We've had a great relationship with uh, all the folks at Westchester County Center, specifically the uh, county executive and the head of economic development really driving home, you know, the arena football product to be presented in New York. Um, We're excited about the kickoff because we're the only option in the spring and summer for live action football in the New York market. So we're, you know, uh, looking at that as our competitive advantage. We basically have, you know, um, roughly 8 million people that are our audience that don't have another option. Right. For football, which is, you know, America's number one sport.
2: Now I'm looking at this. It says oh, a capacity of three thousand seating capacity. Yeah. Is is yeah. that intimate?
3: That's extremely intimate. Yes. <laughs> For a football game, extremely intimate. And that's one wow. of the advantages of arena football is really you are it's the closest you can be to football action, obviously without being on the
2: field. That, that's you know, because I've done a lot of cars who, which the producer, which Cedric, to entertain a lot of comedians. So I know what three thousand. I know what three thousand people look like, and three thousand people uh, just say you at a football game, which is like the fifty or half of a football field. It's the size of a hockey field. That's pretty amazing when I look at the whole aspect of it, saying that hey, this is the size of the event. This is the experience of the event. Arena football. I just think one has to go now I'm being educated, and that's the purpose of this show: is to educate everyone on how they can be part of the process. It means that if you go to the game, it the New York streets, uh Corey and Tamara Galloway. Remember, today is her birthday. Well, they are kicking off on April 13th, and that's West, Westchester County Center in White Plains. And that's really important that you know these things. That we, we sometimes we don't participate in events, or we don't participate. In in sports or go places because we don't know. We're not educated. Now, I've seen arena football on TV a lot. I never knew it was that intimate. It was always, I always felt like maybe if it's in an arena, maybe it's like 19, 20,000 people surrounding and going. But they're they're telling me that it's 3,000 people. Wow. I went to the Super Bowl, I thought I had good seats. These seats are fantastic. I got to be able to, I'm going I'm to I'm become a big fan of this sport. And you should too. So what they got to do is they're going to give me some uh, social media banners and we're going to help spread the word about how to get it out there in a big way. Because yeah, of the I fact that I there. know that the New York streets is an amazing opportunity and it premieres April 13th. See how I did that, Corey and Tamara? I just kept talking. Hello? Hello. Yeah, I, I'm I'm back. Uh, don't worry. I, I I've been promoting you ever since you uh, ever since the disconnect. We didn't lose. We didn't miss a beat here. Okay. Can you hear me? Oh, you're back on again. Okay. Cool. They got dropped off. Oh, they keep falling. Can you hear me there, Tamara? Yes.
1: We okay, can.
2: Okay. Cool. No, I apologize, but I've been promoting you. The the last two minutes was not lost. I have just been talking about it because I was just telling. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. Here's the thing: is that you know, I watch. I watch arena football on on TV. I watch it. I never knew. And you're telling me that all these arenas are that intimate?
3: No. Traditionally, the arenas are you know ten thousand okay, to twenty thousand. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's usually the um, yeah, the thing about getting into the New York market. Yes, sir. Uh, is you have over eight million people, and right. of those of that eight million people, they have four options. mm Hmm. So either you're going to strike a deal with MSG, um, which has a strong relationship with the Prudential Center in Jersey, right? Or you'll strike a deal with Barclays, which actually manages Nassau County. So needless to say, I could strike a deal with either one of those venues, which uh, you know, and the, the offering with Westchester County um, of just making it something that. They are rolling the red carpet to us for
2: right. And That's key. Very, That's
3: key. You know, attractive.
2: So let me ask you about the team makeup, okay? Because of the fact that how many players? How do they travel? Is it bus travel? Yep. Is it is it, it chartered planes? How does it? How many players on each team?
0: Because
2: they yeah, play. Because so it's two way, right? There's a lot of two way play, right?
3: Uh, on this, no, the, the ISL, which is indoor football they play two ways. On the arena league side. We go one way. So okay. there's eight players on each side of the ball. We carry 22 players. Um, and travel, you know, it's, uh, taking, doing a charted flight. Um, and we really try to manage, which is where I think a lot of the, uh, challenges have been over the years, managing your travel dates. So we'll, you know, we'll, uh, travel to Orlando once, travel to Jacksonville once. We'll play, like, the closer teams with Massachusetts. We'll play them twice. So we're really looking at it from a business point of view on how we travel and, you know, the dollars that go into traveling with the team.
2: Well, I want to just uh, close out uh, a little bit and talk about uh, how impressed I am with you two being a power couple, but even more so, Tamara, um, being it's your birthday and uh, the fact that Time, Inc., real simple, People magazine, and then the fact that you was involved as the uh, executive vice president of development at GLAAD uh, and increased revenue by more than 200%. That resume of yours is tremendous and it's so diverse. Um, how did that come about, that that relationship? How did you build? How, how are you able to be so many good things to so many different people or so many different platforms?
1: Wow. You know when um, Glad was one of the best things that ever happened to me in terms of the highlight, and it's the highlight of my career. Mm-hmm. I worked at Glad for five years, and the woman who's the current CEO and I worked together for 15 years, Sarah Kate Ellis. She was at Glad at a uh, Time Inc. and you know we worked, we were okay. literally worked very very close together. And so when she went over to become the CEO, she said, you know, I'd really love for you to come over. It was in a depletion model, so there was always you know six months more to closing the doors, and so we worked really, really closely to really right-size the organization, make sure that there was a value-added component to every single thing that we did, and make sure that the value of the brand, which is an amazing, amazing brand, was recognized by every single supporter that was investing in it. And that was one of the things that I have to say, just I learned so much from that opportunity, and it really was an impact model, and going from corporate to a nonprofit, I was able to really kind of do everything that I've loved ever doing at Time Inc. and really pour it and give back to the community and marginalized community.
3: Well, so that's what awesome. What we
1: did was we turned it around. It was a three million dollar organization. To when I left, five, uh, was a twenty five million dollar organization. So a lot of the things that I did at Glad, or I'm, I'm definitely applying to what we're doing to create impact.
2: Well, that. they're the owners of the New York Streets inaugural season. season kicks off April thirteenth. Um, I want to congratulate you. Congratulations, oh, and happy birthday to you, Corey. You're an amazing uh, individual. Uh, please, 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 please come back on my show. Please uh, give me that that uh, those social media cards so I can promote it. I, th- I got like about 40,000, 50,000 fan club members in the New York City area. Love to get the word out to them and help build your brand, okay?
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I
0: appreciate you. Keep winning earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buy slash iHeart.